Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hi, everybody. Great to have you here today. Before we start our chat, I kindly ask you to rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Once you've done that, please send us an email confirmation and we will send you our ebook, The Real World Guide to Authentic Personal Branding. Cheers. So now let's start the show. Being a big election year, specifically in Australia, this month we've decided to do the image month, where we'll talk about the four aspects of your image. And it will include your personal image, political image, and career image that's essential, and of course your business image, assuming you also own a business. So today's topic will focus specifically on personal image. But first, let's explore the concept of image. What is it? Well, there's many different definitions of this, but let's keep it simple. It's all about what you project consciously and unconsciously. So it's what people see that provides others with an impression of you. So the question you have to ask is, and this is a, a question that people rarely ever ask in my experience, is, is my image working for me or working against me? And let me explain. People think basically, in most cases, their image might be working. And the reason for that is obviously most people will not question that in most cases because, you know, it can get confronting, but also, you know, that people only know what they know. So if you don't know about something, you would not know something that's not working for you unless it's been sort of highlighted to you, brought to your attention. So as I mentioned earlier, images of perception, it is an idea formed in someone else's mind. So what that means is, it doesn't matter if it's true, it's a perception. And if a perception in someone else's mind is true for them, well, it's actually true specifically in that situation. So it's up to us then to work out, okay, if that's how my image has been perceived, now I might have some choices if I'm up for it to see how I can make it look different and potentially even transform. So what makes it so important? What makes it so important is we live in a world where first impressions are virtually everything. And it's just the way human beings are. We are visual animals. So we quickly make a lot of decisions. People would argue in the first five seconds of having met somebody. Now that doesn't mean if you, you know, stuff it up, you can't correct it. But my take on all of that is why stuff it up? Why not get it right in the first place? You know, life gives us enough hurdles to jump over. So why have another one? And this is essential because as I mentioned at the start, image plays a part in all aspects of your life. And if you ever hear anybody that says it doesn't, well, they're either ignorant or they are conning you because image matters. 
you wouldn't have the most powerful people on the planet from you know wealthy billionaires to specifically powerful politicians to influential ngos not putting effort into this area if it didn't work so since we are talking about the importance of personal image today i believe it's essential to focus a little bit more on first impressions and as i mentioned earlier first impressions count so how do you make them count well we'll go into that it is also why you should manage every moment of a first meeting especially if people have not met you before after all as i mentioned earlier you may not get a second chance to make a winning first impression because it all happens in the first five seconds or so so why give the chance an opportunity where you can really make a difference so explaining you know what all this means is of course people you know always have a first impression of us okay as we also have a first impression of them we make judgments human beings are judgmental animals they just make judgments it's the way we're wired so we make judgments about everything about people's personality their temperaments level sophistication their social standing even in an egalitarian society people judge you it's the way it is and it doesn't matter how many laws are created that says you can't do that basically people do you know laws will not stop people at least thinking that or in this case perceiving it and how do you make these judgments well by initially observing them and then you know you observe behaviors and of course then also nonverbal communication uh, from a body language point of view dress point of view grooming point of view etc so all these things matter you know and getting them right is important uh, especially if you have some self-pride you know as you all know listening to me over time when i talk about image i'm talking about standards you know what are your standards to be seen as world class in all aspects of your life and that's a choice you have to make but certainly that's the motivation that's the inspiration that's the mission in the work that we do so as we can appreciate everything starts with our personal image our appearance we mentioned first impressions and of course our communication style meaning you know the tone and how we bring out the words that we communicate and we know you know in the historically well-known uh, moravian study around communication it was rated that words specifically are only rated around five percent the way we communicate words how we carry ourselves etc was rated you know how we bring out the words was rated 38 percent and the final 55 percent was how we looked how we carried ourselves and that's where body language and physiology came into it so the big question is you know how do you evaluate your personal image well you can do that in different ways of course you can ask friends you can ask colleagues uh, the problem with all of that is of course if you're going to do that is ask somebody that you really trust that's number one but also that you respect okay so there's no point trusting you know asking somebody that you trust but has no understanding of you know any of this or even their own personal image doesn't rate right because then the sort of the feedback's going to be a little bit maybe wishy-washy 
So it's important that you get that. And I'm sure there's some people in your life that would fit that criteria. And of course, generally also um, after that, you know, definitely you might need to see a professional. And that's essential if you think this could make a difference, especially when it comes to business career and personal image, including politicians and successful, powerful people on the planet use professional services because from a professional point of view, you're gonna get objective feedback that really has nothing to do with ego and it has something, to, and it's certainly not personal dynamics and it has something to do about you know, getting the job done. So when you are ready for that, that's certainly available. Uh, if you really want to look at your image, and yes, you probably will want to change something. After all, uh, you're not going to go down this track if you're not thinking of actually changing something because we are all in constant revolution. But I must warn you, if you have the courage, because you do need some courage to closely look at yourself, at times it can be challenging, depending what's going on. And, it, and sometimes it doesn't have to be challenging. It can be a lot of fun and mostly fun. But a study by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, the psychologist, she developed a change curve for the grief process. And in my experience, for some people, it has similarities, especially when people want to evolve their personal image and change. Yes, for some people, it's like death. It's so scary for them that they freeze. So I'm going to present to you a quick version today of all the stages that people could be living in, and that could include yourself or people that you know, and give you some tips on how to overcome them easily to really focus on your personal image change and not get caught up in one of the steps. Now, you know, the aspects that we want to talk about come in seven stages. And the first one is, of course, shock. And this, I'm sure you'd be able to relate with any form of cultural change, even in your workplace. So people by nature don't like difference. They don't like things to uh, change dramatically, especially dramatically. Slowly, slowly, well, you know, people get into that. But the danger of that is you get into the boiling frog syndrome where really at times it looks like it's good but actually it's not so good at all it's the opposite shock could also be let's say your your boss says you know what right now your personal image is not up to standard it's not up to you know the the values of the company uh, from a from a presentation point of view just doesn't stack up that would create shock for a lot of people and doesn't matter how polite and nice that comes across or shocking the reality is people do go into shock because it's confronting for them. So in our experience, of course, um, you know, you've got to be uh, definitely what I would call is empathetic in the way you position any form of change. And that includes, of course, a personal image transformation or improvement. So how do I overcome that? Well, basically, you know, after you've gone into the shock, the shock element is really just accept it. Okay, just accept that, that, you know, ask yourself, do I want to bring out the best version of myself to the world? If the answer is yes, or mm, maybe, then it's time to move on. Okay, we've got to break through that one fairly quickly. Uh, and I've had experience on so many people in this particular area. It's an easy one to break through as long as, you know, the coach or the, the feedback that you're getting is coming from empathy and also some level of authority. So number two is denial. 
Now, if I go back to the workplace scenario, and this is very common. So the example, the boss taps the shoulder of a, a colleague, you know, in this case, it could be a fellow team member that's below their rank and specifically says, look, uh, I'd like you to look at potentially changing your personal image as an example. And then of course, the team member would go potentially in denial. That also is not positive because how many times can you relate when you've picked up some great information and then you've gone into denial? In other words, burying your head in the sand. We know that that's not also a positive because eventually you're going to have to get your hand, uh, your, your head back out from the sand. So the quicker you move out of that, the better for you. You know, living in denial is not actually a positive. The number three is, you know, a lot of this could be true, right? But you're fighting it, okay? And the fighting bit comes from frustration. So stage three is frustration. What is the frustration? Well, you know, again, you know, you've got to do something, but you're, you're stuck. Okay, so part of that stuckness is, you know, it keeps you in frustration. You're, you're sort of not moving. And we know what happens when you're not moving. If you look at the body, if it doesn't move for too long, after a while, it starts to get really, really lethargic and eventually will die if it doesn't move at all. So frustration is not a good place to be. So we want to get out of there. If you don't get out of there, potentially, yes, frustration can lead to depression. Now, of course, I'm giving you the example again, of grieving from Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. But in my uh, experience, I have had many clients that have gone through the, a similar curve, including depression. Now, depression could also be, you know, because uh, there's stuff going on for you. It could be mental health. It could be body weight. It could be, you know, relationship stuff. It could be a whole stack of things. So again, if you're in, you know, denial, frustration, you don't want to do anything about it. Yeah, eventually something, you know, the pressure is going to show up somewhere. And of course, we know depression would come through if you're not being authentic to yourself. So authenticity is the key here. You know, you don't want to go into this stage. But how the curve works is very interesting. Once you break through that, and assuming you've gone through these four stages till now, and an opportunity comes, you know, your friend again knocks you on the shoulder and says, you know what, maybe you should look at that. Uh, or you decide to go to a professional that will give you, again, independent advice, what's important then is to go into experimentation. And the experimentation means, okay, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to go out there and experiment. I'm going to, you know, example, I'm going to try a new haircut. You know, I'm going to try uh, some new grooming initiatives. And of course, you know, I might buy that new beautiful new suit that's going to actually empower me okay or beautiful dress or specifically anything that's going to give me the power out there that makes me feel good and make no mistakes dress does play an impact your grooming plays an impact on feeling good i can't tell you how many psychologists and psychiatrists over the years have referred clients to us and by the way i only work with healthy people i do not work with ill people okay that's that's work for other people so specifically what that means is you know at times you can only keep on going that you know down the rabbit hole and i mentioned psych psychologists and psychiatrists of therapy for so long 
you know, before also you've got to look at your external as well, right? So the two have to live together. Uh, so it's also, you know, working on the inside that I support 100%. And of course, at the same time, being congruent on the outside, especially when it comes to, you know, all the areas that we mentioned at the outset around image. Once you go into experiment stage, then you've got stage six that becomes decisions. Decisions are, what do I do now? Okay, so you experiment. And so decisions are, what do I do now? And decisions come from the perspective now of what would you do? Well, you know, you might do a complete makeover. You might reinvent yourself, you know, and there's no better time right now. If we want to learn anything from the COVID experience of the last couple of years is this, things will never be the same again. Okay, so it's a decision for you to take on board. If you want to bring out the best version of yourself, then it's an opportunity to make a decision and say, you know what, I'm going to go for it. Life's too short to live in a life of frustration, anger, and potentially depression. Okay, and the last bit is integration. So you've done your, you know, you've done your makeover, let's just say, as an example, and then you're integrating this in your current life. So it could be, you know, from a personal point of view with partners, relationships going out, to your career, you know, looking the part, of course, to get those promotions that you've been looking for. And from a business point of view, definitely building your reputation, your, your corporate brand, your personal brand in the marketplace where you're going to have greater authority. So the fact is, regardless of the stage you're in right now, the important thing is that you are looking at your personal image from a new perspective, okay? Uh, personal image is power. That means eventually you will complete your image evolution. If you need my help with it, please don't hesitate to contact me. If you're a good fit, it would be my pleasure to help you and move forward on your new journey. My email is on the description of the episode. If you like that chat, please share it with your friends, family and colleagues. You can also share it on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at John Underline Michael, at LinkedIn as John Michael, and on Facebook as Image Group International. I want to thank you for your attention today, and I look forward to catching you next week. Cheerio. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.